Today we've got even more ghost stories on this episode of the Shadowminder Spooky Podcast. Now last time we talked about some of the weird things that went on in the house and I talked about the crawl space and under my sister's room, my brother's room, in the bathroom. And um, I'm going to go back to that for a little bit today. Um, back when this stuff started happening, my dad, he thought we were, like, making it up. He wasn't one to believe this stuff. The only time that I know of that he was scared was when um, I was a kid. We used to, my parents ran the airport, the local airport. So we'd go there all the time, and there was a cemetery on the hill. And he came home one day, and he was all freaked out because he said that, uh, my dad, you don't understand, he doesn't scare easily. And he said that he just knew something was outside. All the hairs in the back of his arm, or neck stood up, all the hair in his arm stood up. He just he smelled something really bad. He just knew something was out there. And he just went outside, got in the car, and left. And my dad never gets freaked out. So um, this was going on with the crawl space. That stuff was happening. And, and he decided he was going to go in and seal the crawl space off because stuff kept getting found back in the corner there. And we kept saying stuff was underneath there. And, he was just going to shut us up and take care of it. So he went down there to do it, and he was trying to uh, close it off. And my dad's, you know, has worked with, he used to build houses for a living. I mean, the man knows how to hit a, use a hammer. And he was down there, and he was trying to hit nails with the hammer. And every time he go to hit the nails, it's like he kept, his hand just kept missing the nails. I mean, this doesn't usually happen to my dad. So it was, it was enough that it kind of made him think a little bit because, it was a little odd for him that every time he tried to swing it, it would like somehow he would get shifted to the side and then he hit someplace else. It was just, that could be, you know, chalked up to maybe it was this tight area or something, but that made him start maybe thinking there was something to it. So uh, we had that going on with that crawl space. But um, when my sister and brother first had their rooms renovated with the lofts, I remember I was going to stay in the room with my sister that night and sleep in her room. And I just couldn't sleep in there. I can't explain it. It's just, I felt, it was really a um, like it was like pushing down on you. It was really oppressive, and it just felt creepy. And I just would not sleep in that room. Every time I tried to sleep, I just got this like you have to get out of here kind of feeling. So I did leave, and later when a lot of the stuff started happening um, in the house, uh, there was like there was two supposedly two entities. Um, my sister said that she had names for them. They were each different, and she I'm not gonna talk about the names because I don't want to even go there, but. There were two of them, and one was a more friendly one, and one was a protective one, and one was more of a menacing one. Anyway, um, we were in there, and one night she was all freaked out because she was trying to get up out of bed, and something kept throwing her down the bed and telling her it wasn't safe, she had to stay there. And she kept trying to get up, and she just was sitting on her and wouldn't let her get up out of the bed that said that she had, she had to stay in the bed because it was protecting her, supposedly, and it was keeping her in bed. So when that stuff started happening, we decided we were going to go in the room. And uh, my family has, has a Christian background, so we were going to pray in the room. And I remember I was reading stuff from the Bible, and I was actually, as I was reading it, you could feel something come up behind around your neck and just squeeze it. And you could actually, like, I'm going to demonstrate. As I was trying to talk, it came up around my throat and just started squeezing like this. So when I talked, it was like, you could hear, you could actually hear it squeezing my throat when I was trying to speak. I was trying to say this prayer, and as I'm trying to say it, it was actually literally squeezing my throat as I'm trying to say it. That was a bit freaky.
and it wasn't long after that that we were downstairs in the kitchen and I was there with my mom and she was cooking something and I watched her open the door with a potholder and check on it and then I watched her come out of the oven and put the potholder on the counter. I was right there when she did it. I saw her do it. And we walked out to the room and then after a few minutes we started smelling smoke and we're like, what is that smell? And we went into the kitchen and she opened the door and her potholder was in the oven on fire. Because we had a gas oven. And it was in, somehow it gotten from the counter into the oven and had caught on fire. And I know she put it on the counter because I was right there when she did it. And I saw her put it on the counter. But So that was a little bit scary because we had, you know, the choking incident. And then the house, you know, almost catching on fire incident. And um, that started to get a little bit creepy and weird. And then um, around the same time also... I was going to, I said before we were, we had a we Christian background and I was going to church with a friend and we were picking somebody up to go to a youth meeting and we were on our way to the church. All I could see out of the corner of my eye was this big black mass. This is nighttime, but it was blacker than black. I mean, it was, it was dark, but this is blacker than that. And it was large. I mean, like size of a house, kind of large. And it was coming at the vehicle we were in. And I knew if it hit us, it was going to flip us over. It was just huge. But then before it got to us, there was this little light thing. And it came from the other side of the car. And it was like a small ball of light. And it was like whizzing around, moving really fast. And it got right in front of this, this shadow mass thing. And just kept moving back and forth. I'm, I want to equate it to... Have you ever seen, like, you take a little flashlight and you're messing with it at night or on 4th of July or, or, or sparklers and it's like, you know, you're waving it all around and it's like really squiggly lines and, you know, you're moving it really fast? It was like that. And then after we were past it, it just, everything disappeared. And I looked turned to the person I was with and I said, did you see that? And they said, yes, I did see that. And then we agreed not to talk about it again <laughs> because we both had seen it and we were freaked out. So we just went to the church and, and got there. But it was... It was weird. And again, somebody else was with me. A lot of the stories, other people saw them too. So we're not always by ourselves. Um, I'm looking to see what else. I wrote some down so I wouldn't forget. Um, also, right before all this stuff started happening with the crawl space, when we, were, when we were doing my sister's room, when we were remodeling the rooms that led to all the issues later, um, my sister stayed in the room with me, in my room. And one night, I was in bed, and... I felt like someone was in the room. So I woke up and my back's turned to my sister. She's actually facing a different direction than me. And there was this man standing there and he was like this old man and he was kind of wearing like Civil War type farming type clothes from that era. And he just had this, he's just looking at me and he wasn't, he just had this really creepy smile and he was smiling at me and he had my teeth and he was just smiling at me. And I remember thinking, okay. And I kicked my sister because I thought, well, you know, we'll see what she does. And she got up, looked around, woke up for a second, looked around, and went back to sleep. So I thought, well, she must not have seen anything because, you know, she would have freaked out at me with my imagination. And so I went back to sleep. And then um, the next day, I told my mom about what I saw. And my mom was a little creeped out because I guess my sister had come up to her earlier and had told her and did the exact same thing and described the man the exact same way. So she did see him. And then I came up to her later. I hadn't talked to my sister about it at all. I thought it was a dream. And when I told my mom about it, she had already heard the same story from my sister. So apparently there's a creepy old man in my room. It, it's true. Tom's looking at me like I'm insane. It's not me. No, it wasn't you. I didn't even know you then. 
And then, but it wasn't just me, though, that saw things in my room, because um, in that same room, that all lights were on, my dad saw the person in the window, because my parents' room, what was their room, but it later became my room when they built their addition on, so that was the same room. And then my brother-in-law was staying there one night and talked about how my mom had been standing in the room looking at him when he was sleeping, and my mom said, I wasn't in your room looking at you sleeping, but he saw a lady in the room, and he thought it was my mom, and it was, she was sitting there while he was sleeping, and it was, no, it wasn't her. She wasn't in the room. So that happened. Um, but the one that really, really is the, one of the creepiest ones for my house was um, around the same time as the pothole or the same time as the crawl space. Um, the bathroom wasn't quite finished remodeling. We finished the two bedrooms, but the bathroom was still being worked on. So there was a lot of stuff in there. But one day my sister woke me up. And she said, Cam, Cam, I think there's somebody downstairs. Now, this is at 6 in the morning, and my mom had been sewing recently, so I said, well, it's probably mom. She's probably downstairs sewing something. And she insisted we go downstairs to look. So I went downstairs. I walked into the dining room, and my mom's sewing machine was there, and the light, it was on, and her radio was there, and it was on, and the lights were on. So we thought, okay, mom must be downstairs. So we started calling for my mom, and there was no answer. We walked into the kitchen, and we walked into the kitchen. Um, we noticed all the cupboard doors were open. And the canister lids were all turned upside down. And in the top of each lid, in the very center, was like about a tablespoon of whatever was in the lid. So if it was sugar canister, there was sugar in the lid. Flour had flour and so on. It was in the middle of the lids, which was very strange. All the, like the dishwasher was open. The oven was open. The fridge was standing open. And we were a little bit freaked out at this point as you can imagine so we ran upstairs to get my mom now at the time my mom's sister and I were the only ones home at the time my dad was working and my brother was at a friend's house or something he wasn't there so it was just my mom's sister and I my mom was in bed so we went to my mom's room to get her and when we got her up she was okay I'll come look I'll come look so we took her downstairs on the way downstairs I noticed that the bathroom door was open because we always leave it open I remember walking by looking in the bathroom the bathroom door was open no big deal it's relevant later so we go downstairs and we're only downstairs for maybe I'm only downstairs for maybe a minute or two with my mom and sister and then I decided I was going to get a ponytail holder so I went upstairs to get one and I went to go get one and I went to walk into my sister's room and then I realized the bathroom door was closed but I know it was open because I just looked at it a minute prior when we were on the way down the stairs and everybody was with me, so no one was there to close the door. So I can completely remember it. It's almost like in slow motion. I turned the bathroom door and I opened it really slow and I just started screaming my head off because in the bathroom, within the two minutes it was that we were downstairs, somehow all the drains had cups turned upside down over top of them. So the, the sink and the bathtub both had cups on the drains, upside-down cups. And then the word help was spelled out across the bathroom floor with objects in the bathroom, like shampoo bottles or uh, you know, back scrubber, those kind of things. You know, it was spelled out the word help. And every letter was the exact same size and width. It would have taken much, more long, much longer than two minutes for you to have done just those words to make them match up like that. And it was just perfectly written across the floor, help. So my mom comes running to see what's going on, and she comes in, and they don't even know what to think at that point. Um, but it was really creepy. 
and there was no one in there because we were all together. So my mom took a picture of it, and somewhere at her house she has photos of this. I don't even know where they are, to be honest. And then, well, my dad came home, and we showed him what happened. So my mom decided she was going to lock the door because they had a key to lock the bathroom door. So they locked the bathroom door that night because we had a couple bathrooms, so it didn't matter. We could use a different one. And the next day when we opened the door, this time the word help wasn't there. Instead, the word why was written across the bathroom floor. Again, the drains had cups over top of them, again. But the word why was put across the floor with uh, objects. And then on the sink, the word why was written on the sink with razors and toothbrushes. But it was really odd because when you would do like a, a letter W, for example, you're going to take the, the edges of the, the letters where they meet and you're just going to butt it up against each other like we'd write it. Each one of these, they're crossed. Like when you do a W, you come down and go up and then down and go up. These ones, you came down and then had another line cross it and go up. And then you climb across at the top and go down. And line across it across the bottom. It was really strange. But it wasn't like how we'd write those letters. Everything was crossed. So that was a little bit freaky. And we got pictures of that, too. And again, it's somewhere with a help picture. I don't know where they went. But we have photos of it somewhere. But then after that, that didn't happen again. But uh, it was it was quite freaky. And then um, when this happened, I was actually in college at the time. And um, I remember one time I came home. And this is around the same time as all this was happening. And I came home, and um, I was in my bedroom, and I was putting some stuff away. And my mom was in my bed talking to me, and I was across the room. And my brother was in the room with my, with my mom. And something grabbed me in the rear. And I jumped, and I was like to my brother, did you smack me? And my mother was like, he was with me. He didn't even touch you. But it, it, something, like, hit me in the bum, and that happened. And then when I was at college, I thought, okay, well, at least I'm at college. I don't have to worry about stuff. No. You don't have to worry about getting hit in the bum at college? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I thought I'd have to worry about the ghost issues. But apparently the dorm I lived in just happened to be the one that was right next to a building that was haunted because the guy that my dorm was named after hung himself in the cupola of the building next door. There's all kinds of ghost stories about that building, <clears throat> about the weird equipment going on and off and being turned on, things being left on. Kind of like the stories you heard when you were at the place over in Williamsport where you worked. It was kind of like similar stories to that. And what was the name of the building? It was Breeze, Breeze, Breezewood. Breeze, Breezewood. My, my building I lived in was Elkin, but it was Breezewood. Why? Oh, no, I thought it was Pratt Hall. No, no, there's Pratt Hall that okay. was down there, but that wasn't. That, that yeah, that was Pratt Hall, but that wasn't haunted. It was right by there, though. But anyway, um, when I was in college and my roommate was there, my roommate, it's another case where someone saw it, too. I had those ugly troll dolls, because that was back when troll dolls were cool. And, but they always creep me out because there's creepy little troll dolls. Well, I had like three on my shelf above my computer desk and where I was working. And I'm sitting there. Where, and I noticed before that a couple of times the troll dolls would be knocked down. So I just figured, you know, people were going in and out of the room, door shuts. They must have fallen down. Not a big deal. So I'm sitting there. And all of a sudden, one of my troll dolls goes flying off the shelf across the room to the other side and hits the other wall and falls into her bed. And she, I'm just sitting there. She's looking at me. I'm looking at her. And then another one flies up the shelf, goes to the other wall, hits the wall, and lands on her bed. Well, it wasn't long after that that she got an apartment off campus. <laughs> so, so I wonder if that had something to do with it. But I still was staying in that room, and it was not too bad there. The only other one I had was when I was coming out. To go, you have to go to the bathrooms. You, know, you have to go leave your dorm. This is back in the old dorms. Where your room didn't have a restroom. You had to go to the shared restroom down the hall. 
And I was going down there, and I was coming back, and I saw these shadow things moving across the wall and stuff, but there was no one there. That's the only other one I had from there, but the troll dolls were kind of freaky. I got rid of those troll dolls right after that, because they creeped me out after that. That was just weird. And then, um, back to the, I'm looking, I have a list here of things so I don't forget things. Oh, back to the, um, we talked about before about shadows, and we talked about coming out of the floor. Well, um, yeah, it's really weird about shadows. A lot of times, if you you see a shadow, they usually don't, it's not like what you think. It wouldn't be like, oh, they just happened to walk, well, ones I saw. It wasn't like, oh, they just walk in the room through the doorway, like a person would. Almost always, I'd see them come in and out of the floor. And I remember um, when I was in my mom's room, I had this really weird feeling. Like, I knew something wasn't right in her room. And I walked around, they had like a, a study attached to her bedroom. So I walked around to see to the study, because that's where their computer was. And when I walked in the room, I just saw this black shadow just go right straight into the floor. Like, just went right down. And there were other times I was in her room and I saw the shadow come up out of the floor and then go right back down. And I thought, okay, well, maybe it's a play of light, not a big deal. Until I was at a friend's house once, and he was telling me about shadows he in his room. And I said, did they come out of the floor? And he just freaked out. He's like, how did you know that? And I was like, uh, I've seen these before. And we were sitting there. And it was, again, it was back to, you know, back to that we had, that was the guy we went to the church with and stuff. So he, we were there praying about stuff. And, um, this thing came up out of the floor behind me. And, and, and this time it wasn't my throat. I felt like my chest was being squeezed. And I didn't want to go back there very much after that. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, okay. You're on your own with this one. But yeah, it came up out of the floor behind me. But it's weird. It's, I can't explain it. It's not like what you normally think. It's like these would come up out of the floor and go back down. So I don't know what's up with that, but that's what happened with those. And the other ones I can think of, too. Oh, yeah, this one. I remember, too, around the same time everything else is going on. And I talked about the It's the Gun Stupid story from before where it was in my room with the TV and going all weird and stuff. Um, I was in my room. My sister was there again for this one. I'm pretty sure she was there for this one. And um, we were in the room, and we kept hearing this growling. And we're like, okay. But it sounded like it was coming from outside. So we're hearing this growling, and it looked like there was, like, two red eyes looking through the curtain, which wouldn't be, a, you know, as weird if it wasn't the fact that my room's on the second floor and there's no way to get up to my room. And that was a bit freaky. And honestly, I, was, I don't watch Mothman prophecies because they have something similar to that in the movie, and I won't watch it because it looks like it and it freaked me out. But it was weird. It was, like, this growling noise, and then there was these two red eye-looking things outside the curtains. And when you went to go mess with the... We, we didn't actually go look at the, out the curtains. I was, we were just being out of the room as fast as we could. Um, I think my mom looked out the curtains, and there was nothing there. But it was creepy. Then we had a lot of weird stuff outside. You remember that, Tom? We'd go for walks. And you could just... We'd go for walks at night because we were weird like that. And yeah. we'd, you could just, I don't know. I mean, I know because it's nighttime, I could play of eyes and stuff, but you could just see, like, shadows moving around the fields and stuff, even if there was no cars coming. You remember that? Yeah, the woods over there were pretty, pretty creepy. But I remember, like, walking, and you'd be like, I said, you see them, don't you? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah you, was, I mean, there was definitely something moving around, you know, in the hills and stuff. It wasn't an animal. It was, like, it was, like, human-esque in form. But you'd be sitting there. I'm asking, I wonder, you know, it's funny if we do the shadow binders with the shadows. And it was never anything to do with that. No. But it's kind of funny because we have all these experience with shadows. No and then we do a comic called Shadow Binders. But it wasn't intentional. It was just worked out that way. And I'll do one more and then I'm done with these. And that'll be my last one for Halloween. Um, 
this one, Tom was around for this one too. We were in the place that we lived that my son used to have his toys moved, that place. One day I came out, I had to go to the bathroom. It was like three in the morning or something. And I had to go to the bathroom. So I came out and we had a mirror on our door that was in, like towards the living room. So if you're looking at the mirror, you can see all the living room and the mirror. So I'm going past the mirror to go to the restroom, and in the mirror, I see a man standing there in front of our television, with his back to me, like he was facing the TV. And you know what? I was so tired, it didn't even register with me at first, I just walked right past it, and like 30 seconds later, it just dawned on me that I saw a man standing in the room, and I just turned and looked, I don't think it was even 30 seconds, like 15 seconds, and I turned and looked, and there was no one there, but I am 100% sure I saw it in the mirror. And then I was so freaked out by that, that I'd make Tom go to the bathroom with me, <laughs> remember that? Yeah, remember. Every night, if I had to go to the bathroom, I'd wake you up and make you go with me because I don't go by myself. Because <laughs> I was too scared to go by myself because I saw a guy, I saw a man in our room, in our living room. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I hope you enjoyed our story, my, well, mostly my stories. If um, you have any, please share them if you'd like to. Um, we're going to go back to the normal podcasts and things after this. But I thought since it was Halloween time, I might as well share some creepy stories.